Welcome to the Preachy Podcast, produced by DweebThePeople.com. What is happening? Is that going to get old? Yes. I was doing my best impression of Mallory Rubin and Binge Mode Podcast. Oh, is that what that was? That's what it was, and that's what she does. Okay. You listen to it, right? Yeah. Binge mode, yeah. Game of Thrones podcast. Yeah, it's pretty good. They scream a lot. They, they get loud, yes. It's like they're like morning DJs almost, but they're really smart and know Game of Thrones. Really well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, we're talking about, uh, we're going to be a little off our game this week because Randy's not here. He's I'm on really. a slow boat to China. Yes. Is that like a sexual thing? I don't really see how it would be. Hey, I want to get you on a slow boat to China. What are you going to do on a slow boat? With nothing to do. It's the implication? Is that... <laughs> Maybe. Uh, we're going to talk about episode 11 of Preacher called Backdoors. Uh, there's a lot of words here. Share us with your friends. Uh, follow us on the tweet tweets. The tweeters. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Dweeb the People. You can find me on Dweeb Steven. You can get some awesome Quake Gun stuff that I posted this last week. Uh, you can follow Randy, Casual Chinos. He replied to some of that stuff annoyingly. And D, who was mysteriously missing from Twitter last week. What do you mean missing? You didn't comment on any of my cool photos. Um, I don't think that was a mystery. Mystery? Yeah, I just didn't. You just didn't want to? No. Hmm. All right, well, you can find her on that DP pants. <laughs> So, back doors. What do you think that's talking about? Butt stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what other back doors were in this episode? The hole. Yeah. What other back doors were in this? What, what is this, like some sort of quiz? I wasn't prepared. Yeah, and it's kind of getting a little creepy too. My, yeah. <laughs> Keep going. There's another back door. Of the armor truck? Yes, that's what I was waiting for. Oh. And, of course, we really don't know what Tennis is doing with that dog. That could be the final back door. Oh, let's hope not. That's gross. Like he said, it's what we do, right? No, that should not be what we do. That's what he said. He's like, hey, it's what we do. He's probably talking about turning people into vampires. But uh, I'm assuming he's talking about... Molesting a dog. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, how'd you like the episode? It was pretty good. Pretty good. I thought it was really good. It was super fast-paced, and a lot of ha- a lot happened. There really was a lot that happened in this one. A lot happened. It was very good. So, maybe we should just jump right into it. I think there's a lot to talk about. Okay. I'm going to go first, because I really want to talk about this. Okay. Um, the armored truck switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This totally went over my head. This is what I wanted to talk about first, because I did not get it when I watched the episode that the armored truck Jesse and Tulip saw was not the original armored truck. Did you get it, or did you miss it too? Oh, I thought that they just got the Saint to Killers out and put thought, the well, same I, truck back in. I thought he escaped. Uh, well, no, because I was also confused by the ending of the episode, because we saw somebody get out of a truck and run off screen and i couldn't tell who that was i thought it was the saint of killers who was running but it turns out when i was reading the recap of the episode on amc.com it was uh hoover that was running out of the armored truck yeah because hair star told him to execute plan b or whatever and plan b was to release the saint of killers from the actual armored truck oh yeah now that makes sense which is okay so they with, and it would, they, I think they did this on purpose to confuse us because when the scuba guys were pulling it out, we immediately saw Jesse and Tulip there right after that. Right. So I, I assumed that they hired a, a, a crew to pull it out or something, right? I don't know. It turns out, no, that was uh, the Grail that pulled it out, took the armored truck, replaced it with a fake one. Just so. So he really, there was no way the Santa Killers actually escaped from that thing because. No, he never would have escaped. Yeah. So they release him at the end of and the episode. And they made Jesse look like a bitch. 
<laughs> that, yeah, that makes him look really bad because he looked in that window. And he's like, well, maybe that's impact. No, no, that's not, no. That, shit. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, no, at the end I knew that wasn't the Santa Killers just because he doesn't run. <laughs> and the dude was running like a bat out of hell. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would be too. Yes, uh, yeah, for sure. If you just like, you're slowly reaching up to the lock on the back doors. Yeah. Clink. And then bail. Yeah. Of course, he doesn't have any weapons. Well, of course, I guess he didn't know that. He's the Santa Killers. I would still book it. So I think next week's the season finale. I thought they said there were two left. I don't know. Well, we're coming up to the season finale. Well, No, yes. I think it's next week. Oh, okay. Because I think uh, it ends right before Fear the Walking Dead starts up. When I think oh, Fear the Walking yeah. Dead starts up on the 10th. Yeah, it does. Uh, with their 9-11 tribute episode. No, you don't think they can do that? Pull that off? No. Okay. Like a group of Taliban zombies, and then they have like a lesson. That I think they teach you the should kids. probably just stop. <laughs> just go ahead and shh, put a cap on it. Oh, how about I put an armored truck on it? Or that. Okay. So I thought that was cool. They tricked me. Yeah. They fooled me, Jerry. That's the sure film. And I got to give credit to Tony MC because he mentioned that in his notes, and that's when I realized it. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Good catch. Yeah. Because, man, I, I could not tell who the hell that was at the end of the episode. I mean, I saw that it was Hoover. Oh, really? I couldn't even tell who it was. It, it was a guy in white, and he was black. <laughs> was, I mean... Was he going, Hoover, get out of here! <laughs> no, but I mean, let's be honest, how many black people are on the show right now? I couldn't even tell he was black. You have bad eyes. Maybe. Maybe. But... I still don't really catch it because I didn't catch who exactly it was. I don't know. You just said you knew it was Hoover. I, when you put two and two together, yes. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. I'm tired. I'm already yawning. But sometimes in D's world, two and two makes five. Yes, yeah. this is true. It works out somehow. How'd they know he was in the swamp? Didn't Tulip just unload everything? And she told, oh, what's yeah, her face? you're right, you're right, you're right. I originally thought it was the, the Japanese company that ran the sole business. Because you know they got a GPS on all their trucks, right? You would imagine, yeah. Yeah, multiple low yeah. jacks on those cars. Uh, so I'm shocked that they didn't track it down. In fact, you know, when you're thinking in reality, they probably would have found it first. Yeah. Maybe they did. Maybe they know the grail. Maybe they're, they're still getting lost. <laughs> Somebody's going to find that truck. We need to get that lost. <laughs> okay. Do you have something you want to talk about? Um, so the first thing that I really enjoyed was just that whole conversation with uh, them going to wherever it was, the three of them, Jesse and Cassidy and Tulip. Where did they decide they were going to go? I don't remember. Barbados or I, yeah. Burma, something like that. Something like that. But I just thought that whole interaction was really great, and especially when not Dennis Cassidy runs off screen. He's like, "I'm going to tell Dennis." <laughs> I thought that was the best, and and uh, Jesse just like, "Oh no." Oh, is it kind of like a father thing where he was like, "I'm, I'm going to tell my kid. He's going to be so happy." Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't want to bring the kid. <laughs> and, of course, before that, he goes, uh, Vancouver's great, you know, they have good meth. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and nice hiking. <laughs> yeah, like that he said, meth and hiking. <laughs> that was uh, great. Bimini is what it is. Oh. B, B, B-I-M-I-N-I. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. <laughs> wow. I, I don't know. I haven't said that since I was two years old. You could say that at two? <laughs> Very advanced. Oh, well. That's why I have a podcast. Oh, (laughs) only the brightest of the bright get a podcast. And that's why I talk like I'm a morning DJ. No. Listen to Binge Mode and you'll know what I'm saying. (laughs) They scream all the time. And then they have like words of the day too. Mm -hmm. Like if you say loot train, they go loot train. Yes, I know. Thank God they don't have sound effects. Uh, no, they do. Beow. I thought they do. 
They use it for the when somebody dies, the bells, they toll the bells. They just recently started doing that. Oh. I saw a commercial on TV uh, where they parody the shame bell ringing. There's a dude walking through the grocery store and the, yes. the exact actors. I posted that. Oh, did you? I was wondering why I saw to that. To our Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw it on this really popular page. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Okay. I didn't. I saw it muted. I didn't actually listen to it, but uh, it looked kind of a cool concept. It was pretty funny. Good job posting stuff that's relevant, D. Did you watch till the end? Two seasons ago. Did you watch till the end? You know I don't watch our videos till the end. Oh, well, the mountain shows up at the end. What? Yeah. Which mountain? Not the monster mountain, but without makeup. Was it the actual actor? Yes, it was the actual actor. Three different mountain actors who played the same character. They recast it multiple times. No. Well, well, now I have to watch it till the end. Yeah, whoever is currently playing him, then I assume. But. So this this scene was stupid to me. Not not because of like show writing or anything. Stupid is from Jesse. Well, why did he bring this up if he knows? Because you know, Tulip and Cassidy are sick of this God mission. Oh yeah. I don't know how much time has passed since they've been in New Orleans, but clearly they're done with it. Yeah. Um, which I have issues with as well. But don't bring up leaving and going on vacation because you know they're going to get excited and then you're going to have to break it to them that you were, oh, just kidding. Oh, but, oh, we can do it, but it has to be after this. That's just silly. You know you're going to piss them off. Yeah, it's just kind of going back to Jesse being a dick. Maybe, maybe he just thought that they'd be like, ha, 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 that'd be cool. You know, we can, of course can't do that. No. But that brings me to... Man, Tulip and Cassie just really gave up on this mission. Yeah, they're done. When they signed up for this mission, did they? what did they think? They are going to solve it in a week? This seems like a pretty long commitment that they should have signed up for. Seems like the two of them are not the best commitment. <laughs> Probably not the best companions either. Yeah. Really, they're all deranged, I guess. Well, yes, in, in their, their own, own way. way, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they should have known that this mission would have taken... Could have taken a long time. Well, a lot of shit's gone down. They probably aren't. They probably weren't expecting a extremely powerful killer cowboy to come after them either. <laughs> oh, which by the way, he's back at the end of this episode. Yeah, I got that. Okay, can yeah. I go now? Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Uh, let's see. I would like to talk about Jesse's family. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Pretty dark stuff going on here. Yeah. Pretty dark stuff. They got yeah. some pumps. Yeah. They got some uh, coffins. Mm-hmm. They got some uh, hillbillies. Yeah. They got a sexy old lady. <laughs> well. <laughs> sexy old shadow lady. Yeah. You can tell by just silhouette. She's hot. And her voice. No. Uh, so... Which I originally thought it was the armored truck being pulled out, which is what they wanted you to think. Mm. But then, they, of course, they pull out this wooden crate, open it up to find just little Jesse Custer. Uh, dry, except for like the, his sweat and urine. He didn't look very dry. I don't. I I think that the the coffin was uh, air, watertight. Is what I mean. Okay. Well, I mean, he wasn't drowning, so, okay. Well, that's what those pumps were for, because it was pumping in fresh oxygen to the pump. Oh. And if you notice, there was tubes leading to the pump. Uh, so oh. I guess I can't really tell if it was when they submerged it, if it actually did fill with water, and he just had to hold on to the, hold these tubes in his mouth, or if it was airtight and the tubes just kind of refreshed the air in there. And maybe it was airtight, because, I mean... I don't know. I'd have to look back at it, but I don't remember his hair being it that wet. But look airtight. No, it didn't at all. And I don't know if those hillbillies are able to make it airtight. But you never know. <laughs> uh, you see those commercials uh, for uh, <laughs> Billy Mays here. And I'm talking about, <laughs> what was that uh, product? The black tar spray. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To prove my point, I put a hole in the bottom of this boat and put a screen door. Black tar or something. But that would airtight some a little coffee. Yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, anyways, uh, this is a, a. They're trying to break him. Yeah. Through torture, basically. Um. To uh, try to forget his father. Yeah, that's. It's pretty messed up. It's already a pretty rough time in his life. He just yeah. saw his father executed in front of him. Yeah. He thinks it's his fault, which all kids would. Well. But. They're telling him it's his yeah. fault. Yeah. So that's not helping. Uh, but uh, they apparently break him at the end of the episode. Yeah. Which, I mean, maybe he is broken or maybe he's just decided to play the game. Right. He's a smart kid. We'll, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I like this. They're diving more into the background. Because mm-hmm. I've been talking about this background for episodes. Yeah. Waiting for it. Um, so I think it's too late in this season to really dive into that as far as the show goes but maybe next season we'll get into it so things to come on that looking forward to it uh what do you think randy no nothing still not here he has no opinions today not here i didn't realize till uh we record this podcast about 7 30 central standard time and i did not realize that he was going out of town until like seven (laughs) o'clock i was like oh yeah that's right it will not be here today yep all right what do you got um so i enjoyed seeing a little bit more of hitler's hell oh i'll bet you did over the plum cake (laughs) and the strudel yeah i like that uh i think it was tyler that said that or maybe it was eugene i don't i don't remember like did you really start world war ii over a plum cake Maybe, but really, just that close-up of the Jewish man eating the plum cake. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Who makes that many yummy noises? But I was here first. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. It was an interesting hell. I mean, if that's his worst day when he didn't get his plum cake. and Well, and I guess his artwork got shot down, too. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised it didn't get shot down more than it did. Um, I figured the dude would like tear him apart, but he was being nice to him. He was, but I mean, did you hear his, his little side comment right in front of Hitler? It was like you have to be encouraging. <laughs> That's good advice. Yeah, I thought it was good. He gave him positive notes first, yeah, and then criti- crit- I, and I thought it was constructive criticism. Yeah, he was like, you have the ability. But you need to find the heart or the soul or whatever, which is probably a, a common critique of artists. Probably because Hitler ended up not having much of a soul. <laughs> uh, but the hell part of his hell was not the strudel. It was not the plum cake or whatever it was because he confided in Eugene later. He said, that was the last day I was good. So it wasn't necessarily that that tore him. That was his worst memory. Uh, I mean, I guess it is, but it kind of shows maybe a little regret for how bad he became because, and he thinks back to this is, this was my turning point. This is where I started breaking bad over. See what I did? Yeah. (laughs) If that's really the case that he was pissed off over his artwork and a plum cake ended up killing 6 million people. I mean, come on. Okay. Well, let's also not forget he got dumped and she said she was cheating on him and she called him a coward and he was a coward. He could have saved the day. He didn't. He hates himself for that. I'm sure. So a lot of stuff went bad for him in that. That (laughs) one day. I'm not saying that that was his worst day. He just recognizes that day as the turning point where he, I, I get that. So turns out he's not that bad of a guy. Apparently. So you're now saying that Hitler, good guy. In this universe <laughs> of the Preacher television show, they are setting it up, I think, to show a softer side of Hitler. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't see why we would do that. We're we we do not make the show, we just talk about it. I don't but is is that in the comic like that? Loot train No, because he doesn't I don't know if that's a spoiler. He doesn't send Eugene to hell in the comic. Oh. So this well, is... it wouldn't be a spoiler because it's already <laughs> happening in the show. So 
So, yeah, in the comic, Eugene is just in the world with everybody. And he has his own different storyline. So now, I know he doesn't write it, but, I mean, Seth Rogen is Jewish, so why would he want to show a softer side to Hitler? He doesn't care. It's it's a comedian thing. It's com- yes. it's comedy. It's either everything's on the table or nothing is on the table. That's what every respected comic says. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I do. Okay. Because when you start being politically correct and shaming comedy and satire, you just can't police that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. Whatever. So they're, you're, they're you're still... saying Hitler's good. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> no, Seth Rogen officially is saying. <laughs> <laughs> he is betraying his people. It's, uh, I think he's, I, I don't know. I don't have an opinion. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way. A few episodes ago, we mentioned a German show that did a comedy Mm -hmm. of Hitler. Mm -hmm. Did I talk about that? Because I watched some of it. Mm -hmm. Pretty funny. Yeah? Pretty funny. (laughs) The the little skit, there's skits on YouTube. If Randy were here, he'd be able to tell us the name of it. But uh, somehow Hitler comes back to modern world. And that little skit I saw was him sitting in front of a computer with a like a 25-year-old girl who's helping him set up email for the first time. And uh, I may have talked about this. I don't know. Do you remember me talking about that? No. I I remember Randy bringing it up. It's funny. It's just funny. (laughs) And she's like, now pick out a unique name for your email address. Oh, okay. Adolf Hitler at (laughs) hotmail.com or whatever. (laughs) And he's like, taken. Someone is impersonating me. (laughs) I'm sure there's a million Adolf Hitler email addresses out there. Yeah, Um, It's funny. And then he comes upon Wikipedia or something. And he finds, like, really, he considers the name Wikipedia art and beautiful. Because it's the combination of, oh, because it's the combination of encyclopedia and whatever wiki is. Is that something? Yes. Is it? Yeah, there's wiki. It's, it's like wiki means something in the internet world, right? Well, but I think it is derived from a different word. Wiccan. Yes. Which is an encyclopedia. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's beautiful. I don't know enough about words. So anyways, he said there's some combination of words that he thought was beautiful and he starts crying and... The girl's like, oh, I'm pure. It's just funny. Check it out. I don't endorse Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start stepping back now. (laughs) Hitler bad. Show funny. Seth Rogen, okay. Okay, move on. All right. What you got? Or is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Are you sure? I just did the Yes, we just spent like 20 minutes talking about Hitler. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. But last thing on Hitler... So they jump through the Ninja Turtle pothole. Mm-hmm. Is that what sends them into the world? And I think at this point, do we kind of agree that Hitler's coming back with Eugene? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to be bonkers. Maybe he'll get his own comedy show. I'm telling you, I'm seeing a spinoff comedy show with Eugene and Hitler. Oh, boy. And I see a super cheesy intro theme. And I wish we had video footage that we could put this together, but you'd have to film it. Of him, like, at a barbershop, getting his mustache shaved off, and, like, giving him a goofy smile, and Eugene's giving, like, a cheesy thumbs up, uh, maybe trading in lederhosen for, for, some, for some cardigans, or chinos, casual chinos. Shout out to Randy. Do you think Eugene would try and grow a mustache like that? Can no. he grow a mustache? Probably not. <laughs> I, I think his face is all scar tissue. Can you grow hair through scar tissue? I really don't know. All right. So if you're an expert on what the word wiki is derived from or scar tissue with hair growing through, (laughs) please write us and let us know. Or if you don't know, spend the hours and do the research. Because we're not going to. I'll do it for about five minutes. But if it requires more than that, it's not happening. No. All right. Go for it. Or is it my turn? It's still your turn. You never went. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, okay. 
I guess I'll have to talk about the butthole in the room. Uh, back door would have been funny to say. The back door in the room. Uh, Jesse talking to Hair Star. And uh, he plays back the prayers. Oh, yeah. I thought that was sad. It was really sad. And it was sad on different levels. So it was It's sad because it just shows how fake heaven is. Mm -hmm. Because it's automated. I doubt it's listened to. It's just backed up. Uh, And it's sad that Jesse's realizing this and having to listen to it. And we're talking a lifetime of prayers that he's done. And also a lifetime of progressively getting shittier and shittier as a person. Because he's, you know, his... It gets worse. And you can kind of see from his damaged psyche as a child. Oh, yeah. How it's turned him into this person. Yeah. It's like his prayers are just like, I fight too much. I drink too much. I'm sorry. I punched that guy in the face and blah, 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 blah. It's like killed a guy. Yeah. Robbed a bank. Woo. Jesse. Yeah. Just gets worse and worse. <laughs> and he has to hear all that being just progressively yeah. played. Yeah. That's pretty rough. As he's in his preacher getup. <laughs> like. That was pretty pretty rough for Jesse there. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's something that he's now dedicated his life to is prayer and the church and encouraging people to pray and go to church. And I wonder when the last time he prayed was, because I don't know. It seems like the most current prayer we heard, and I you know this is just throwing it out here. I haven't really really looked into it. Is the bank robbing? And the killed a security guard. He would have had to have had some kind of prayer at when he became a preacher then in Anvil. Oh yeah, he prayed for the baby in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So that would have been on tape. And what was totally effed up was when it flashed back to the family, and she and he, she they broke him, I guess, mm-hmm. and she forced him to say a prayer thanking God for killing his dad. Yeah. And since, I guess, the trigger word, I guess the recording system thought it was a prayer, so it recorded it. Yeah. So he heard that. And you never know. I mean, he may blame himself for God leaving. Right. Because, you know, if God has to hear that kind of shit all the time, dark stuff. Oh, I'm sure it's much worse than what Jesse was saying. (laughs) I'm sure. But, man, if you were God, if he existed, and you heard a 10-year-old kid... Say thank you for killing my dad. Yeah. Granted. Like, all right. <laughs> I'm sure there's some pretty I'm done. <laughs> I, I can see it. You making you want to walk away. Yeah. Although there are some pretty shitty dads out there, I'm sure, who probably deserve to die. Yeah. Many of who listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> many no, of who, no. Many of who broadcast this podcast, I should say. Oh, that's not nice. Uh, well, Randy's a dad. No. <laughs> He's terrible. He's not terrible. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's pretty rough. Uh, but then, and of course, this just pisses him off. He's just steaming in that chair. Yeah. And then Hair Star's like, I could make a copy for you if you want. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You're going to put it on an iPod and give it to me? He's like, show it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that really was... Pretty funny when Hairstar was on the phone <laughs> shoving it out of his ass. It's like he knew he didn't want to be doing it. He's like, I, I got to do it. I'm just going to get on the phone while I do it. This is just his M.O. He, <laughs> he just takes the opportunity to be like, I can't fight this. I'm going to get some work done. Yeah. It's just like when he was having sex with those dudes. Yeah. He's like, right, I'm going to go through these files because yeah. I'm just going to be bent over the desk for the next hour. <laughs> But the, the camera work here was really good, too, because they started from the floor. Yeah. Started panning up, saw his tidy whities just d- dangling <laughs> down there. <laughs> At least, and this is interesting, because when he said, shove it up your ass, I assumed he was going to try to shove the canisters. I did, too. Ass, I totally did. Which would have killed him, I think. I mean, it would have been impossible. But, the so my question is, did Hair Star have a choice to deviate you so but he he did shove it up his ass but not the canisters he just 
So did he say, well, I assume he just meant the recording, which is the yeah. physical tape. Right. Not the canister. I don't know. Because when he walks out into the hallway and uses the voice again, says, let me out, it doesn't work the first time. Mm-hmm. So what does that say? Maybe they weren't listening. No. You think it doesn't matter if you're listening or not? I think they were listening, but it may... Well, I think it does matter if they don't listen or not, because clearly if you have headphones on... Well, I mean, if I if I tune you out and you're Jesse, is it going to work on me? I don't know if you can just tune him out. But anyways, I don't think that's the case in this scenario. I think Genesis heard all the shit that just came out in those prayers. Because he stayed in Jesse's body... Because Genesis was looking for a worthy human to stay in. But we still don't know what Genesis' definition of worthy is. Yeah. Maybe it is someone like Jesse. Maybe, but the fact that the voice didn't work in that circumstance. Well, and it seemed to me more like Jesse was just rattled when he was leaving. Maybe. Because that could the, be part it, of it. his voice sounded different. And then yeah. it was almost like, okay, I... I didn't get it. And then he got the voice back. Well, on the AMC website, for the recap, it says Genesis faltered. Mm. So that tells me either, I don't know, if Genesis screwed up or what. Yeah. But when it says Genesis faltered, that says to me that it wasn't Jesse's messing it it up. Genesis Genesis choice. Yeah. So Genesis could be like, man, this guy's kind of a piece of shit. Because I'm sure he's actively living into the body. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. He can probably tell what's going on. And, you know, the, really the first time where we saw it possibly falter was when he told Tulip to get out of that torture room. And she kind of fought it off yeah. for a second. I mean, she was still progressively going backwards and yeah. leaving. But she did kind of resist. Yeah. And, and possibly with Hair Star choosing to just shove the film up his butt and not the canisters. I and that's not verified, but it could be it. And then the dude not letting him out until Maybe. the second time around. It can be interesting. Yeah. Genesis might not be too happy with his host. Maybe. Maybe Jesse will explode like all the others. That'd make for an interesting ending to the show. <laughs> can you get a paper cut from film like that or tape? It can cut you, yes. So he probably destroyed his colon. I mean, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Especially when... Cause it, Eventually, he's going to get it all up there, right? <laughs> I mean, that's he what he to. told him. <laughs> so once you get it all up there, the, the spell's done. Well, and So he actively be like, all right, let's start the process of pulling this out. And it's got a lot of chemicals in it, too. Ugh. Yeah, I, I, worked for, I worked at a Photoshop back in high school, and I cut myself on the film a couple times and it's about as bad as the paper so cut. So it can be paper cut. Okay. Yeah, cuz it's got all this it's got more chemicals in it than paper. Yeah, it hurt. I mean it's it's rare because it's pretty flimsy, but Not if you're pulling out a mile of it. Well, yeah. <laughs> from your pile. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gross. Yeah. That was gross, <laughs> but funny. I think that's where he activated plan B, right? With Hoover? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, he was shoving things up his ass. <laughs> what else you got? Um, I think this is the last one. It is the last one. So it was kind of neat to see that the weapons of um, the Saint of Killers don't melt. Oh, yeah. I mean, interesting. And I, I wonder why. I mean, is it just because it's weapons that are not of this world? Probably. Special hell weapons. Yeah. Well, I mean, in that, and they were in hell. I imagine it's pretty hot in hell. It's probably not 4,000 degrees in hell, (laughs) but. And I don't know if they explain the origin of the weapons in the comic. Um, Maybe Randy would know, but uh, they also can't be fired by anybody but the Saint of Killers, which is why Jesse couldn't, or not Jesse, Tulip couldn't fire. Yeah. I thought that was interesting too. At first I was like, well, maybe it's just messed up because it was in like under the floor and it got warped or something. I don't know enough about guns. <laughs> it couldn't be smelted. Yeah. I'm, but a little moisture is going to warp it. Well, no, I meant when it wouldn't, when she couldn't shoot it. Oh, I know. But, I mean, that's what I thought. But then I was like, oh, wait, it's probably just because Saint of Killers has to be the one shooting it. So can Saint of Killers smelt it is the question. 
I don't know. No, Unless he not. can create his own fire. I don't think so. That, I don't know. I, I thought that was pretty interesting. And kind of the scene before that, too, where, what's her face? Featherstone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if I gave you oral sex? Yeah. I was like, here we go. Yeah. And, well, the way she just said it, so matter of fact, I was like, what? <laughs> I thought she said it a little mousy and kind of like very innocently. Well. He was like. Oh. I don't think he was. I think he was shocked. He was. It would, he'd had a reaction too when she started to turn the tables on him. Yeah. She's like, what if I told them that you made me do it? And he makes. You put his, your he, penis in my mouth. He makes this noise. He goes like, oh. <laughs> it's like, oh no. <laughs> I'm in trouble now. But yeah, I I hope eventually we find out why it doesn't melt and why he's the only one that can use it. I think it's just special for him. It's, it only works with him. Probably nothing more than that. Well, I want some lore and some folk tales it's not and Game of Thrones. I I need more. All right, we'll send Sam Tarley to the Citadel okay. to train to be a maester, and he'll, maybe he'll learn about Dragonglass and the Santa Killer's gun. And he'll get mad at Gilly and just vent about his day. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And apparently you can just wrap up guns and swords and mail them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, when that mail person came up... <laughs> I was like, she better be careful putting her hand in there. There is a saber in there now. Yeah. I don't. Why would they even do that? I don't know. Because it's not going to get mailed. No. It's going to be sent to the police. Yeah. And they're just going to put it in evidence locker. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I guess in a way it'll disappear because it's just going to stay in an evidence yeah. locker and never leave. But who are they trying to mail it to? Uh, it's mentioned in the notes or then the, uh, the show recap, they try to send it to Guatemala or something. Guatemala? <laughs> I don't know where it is. Cause they have a shortage on guns and swords. They try to send it some other country. I'm not sure at the, at the moment, no. but yes, they were sending it somewhere specific, no. but that was dumb. They should have just thrown it in back in like into the pond. Right. Yeah, that would have made more sense. I mean, the only question is, can the Saint of Killers, does he have like special magical GPS on his weapons? That's a possibility. Maybe. Um, so I guess it kind of makes sense to mail it to the other side of the world. Although, put it in one of those boxes. If it fits, it ships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't wrap it. They like were intricately wrapping in between the the trigger and the yeah. gun, so it looked exactly like a gun. Well, and the sword wasn't even wrapped. It just went through the bottom. I'm like, where did they think that was going to go? Because they're not going to mail a sword. It was wrapped. Well, it went through the bottom. Well, yeah, I'm sure the wrapping tore off when it went through the bottom. But yeah, and it history has shown. That even if the cops do get these weapons, put them in an evidence locker, the Santa Killer can mow down a bunch of cops. True. I thought you were going to say the cops are going to play with the sword. Well, Because I, I would play with the sword. Yeah, definitely. Especially if it's super crazy sharp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to be cutting watermelons again? Whoa, 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 whoa. How dangerous is that sword? Hold my beer. <laughs> Give me a watermelon. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I remember I destroyed a watermelon once. Yes. With my katana. I need to bust that out. Yeah. I'm going to slice your bow staff in half. Don't do that. But don't fight me. I didn't say I was going to fight you. Clearly, if we bring out weapons, there will be fighting. Okay. I guess we're gearing up for Walking Dead. Death match. We're so about- would you be Michonne and I would be... Uh, oh, I'm definitely Michonne. You're, you're Michonne? I have, a, uh, I have a dread wig. Okay. And then I would be What's-His-Face... Uh, like Morgan. A, yes. <laughs> I could not think of his name. <laughs> it's been so long. You want some more lore in Walking Dead? Yes. Zombies not, through history. Not Fear of the Walking Dead. Just Walking Dead. I think Fear of the Walking Dead looks like it's going to be pretty good this half season. This next half season. Well, really, the first part of the season wasn't too bad. All right. Let's save this. Let's finish this up. Okay. 
in case people don't. Didn't you already do your shows. three? Yeah. Oh. So is this it? Yeah. Oh. Did, didn't they in this episode? <laughs> didn't hear Star tell Hoover is like, you know, I'm not homosexual. Was that yeah, this episode? That, yes, that's when he was leaving the room. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hoover, he's like, I know the drill, the the, the tarp. <laughs> no. As much as I would like, ah, I don't need to find that quote. Was it tarp? Was it tarp or sheet? I don't remember. Okay, so he goes, the tarp then, sir? <laughs> yes, as much as I would enjoy seeing your insides spread out before me like a buffet breakfast in a five-star hotel, my time with those rough-handed hooligans <laughs> gave me a new perspective on things. <laughs> the tarp will have to wait. <laughs> Good stuff. I love Hairstar. Yeah, he's great. And those, those, that underwear, he's got game. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even regular whitey tidies. Yeah. That looks like whitey tidies from the seventies. Yeah, well, or, or like little, or like little kid whitey tidies <laughs> with the superheroes on it. No, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> you know, somewhere he's got one with some superheroes on it. And you can't wear whitey tidies with an all white suit. Why not? Because you're going to be able to see the uh, the tidy line. It depends on the material. <laughs> No, you can pr- white on white, you can pretty much see through. No. I've spent an entire lifetime of trying to look through girls' pants. <laughs> <laughs> I know what colors you can't wear. Really? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think I can, but then I have like a pair of, uh, oh, what's that material that's like beachwear material for pants? Linen? L- linen. I've got some white linen pants. You would think I'd wear like some skin tone underwear under it or something. I always end up wearing some stripes or polka dots something. You wanted to show off your undies. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Look I at my butt, ladies. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What's next? I'm not a homosexual. <laughs> That's it. Good episode. Yeah. I yeah. liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, so we should definitely rate this episode. 21,000. That is a valid score this week. Okay. Oh, I'll go first. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go 425. Really? That was really good. Okay. I really enjoyed it. And we, you know, we didn't even talk about half the stuff. We didn't talk about Cassidy and Dennis. Yeah. I meant to make that one of my top three, too. I'll let you rate it, and then I'll go talk about it. Um... I'm going to say Randy is going to go with a five. (laughs) And I will go with a 4.3. I wrote mine on yours and yours on mine. Oh, my God. What are we going to do now? Everything is in shambles. I fixed it. Oh. So Cassidy and Dennis. First off, what is he doing with that dog? Is he just like drinking a little bit at a time? I was questioning. (laughs) I mean, at first I was like, oh, he really likes that dog. But then once he was like, it's what we do. And he just wouldn't. It's like, give me that dog. He wouldn't give it up. I was like, he's going to eat that dog. Yeah. What's going on? Why would he eat the dog? He's already got a cute little sweater on it and he's going (laughs) to eat it. He may just be taking sips every once in a while just for a snack. But then again, the dog probably wouldn't be very calm around him. Yeah, no. <laughs> but this is my fear. Is what is exactly happening. Because with this one line, it's what we do. He's turning people. Yeah. If not already, he will. Yeah. If Ooh. What if Cassidy has to kill Dennis? Uh-oh. <gasps> Am I the first person to ever think that? Maybe. I think so. I don't know. Maybe that's going to end up happening. He might have to because Seamus and Cassidy understand how out of control this can get. Interesting. Maybe. Plus Dennis is annoying anyways. Uh, He was entertaining slightly and yeah, now he's kind of annoying. I like their little uh, translate thing too. Does that work? Those I don't exist. know. I, I want one, though. I'm going to go to another country now. I don't speak another language. You don't have to. 
Oh yeah. I <laughs> What? <laughs> Never mind. What? I don't I don't know. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Where am I? <laughs> I'd love one of those translators, but I don't speak French. <laughs> well, what's the point of the translator? <laughs> okay. Uh let's do Santa Thrillers. Best moment of the episode. Na, 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 na. <laughs> this might end in a tie every time. So we'll have to give Randy something. Okay. So I'll go first. So I'm going to go with butt film. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Butt film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sound gross. You got something in mind? Um... Threatening to uh, say you were raped, get a good deal on a car? I was going to go with the things not melting. But yeah, that scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a terrible thing to do all the time. It's like, ma'am, I can't give you a discount on that. That's <laughs> Just see what that's people just how say? Much, that's yeah. just how much bananas are, ma'am. <laughs> what if I said you raped me? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's literally a dollar. You're, you're threatening that. She probably does it all the time. Maybe. That's what you're going with? The smelter scene. Yes. I think Randy should go with... Uh, um, we should have given him Hit- butt film. Hitler's hell? Yeah, he'll go for Hitler. Okay. He likes Hitler. <laughs> Randy for Hitler. That's his <laughs> slogan. Okay. Uh, since we can't do a traditional vote, mm-hmm. we'll just have to decide. What's the best? Yeah. We'll say it on three. Okay. One, two, three. But Hitler. film? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wanted to say Hitler one more time. I also chose but film. Okay. okay. Winner! <laughs> Which I think it is easily the best it was pretty funny probably close close to the best if not the best was the jesse backstory was pretty badass oh yeah. not badass <laughs> well but it, it's just it was cool that more of that's revealed i guess yeah. yeah all right so now we are off the rails oh although let's get a little bit of feedback here okay um tony mc wrote in he said, great to see Randy's photo from QuakeCon. Randy's photo? Yeah. What? I think he meant me. Because I'm the one who went to QuakeCon. Oh. And I'm the one that posted the badass photo. Yeah, no. Yeah. At Dweeb Steven if you want to check me out. Maybe I will. You? I'm talking to you. Oh. Do you think I've been talking to you the entire time? I'm talking to them. Do you see people right now? You don't? No. Okay. Never mind then. Uh, let's see. He says uh, his most funniest line from this episode was, everyone knows you can't trust Hitler. Well, it's true. <laughs> Who trusts Hitler? Uh, yeah, in real world, Hitler, yeah. I would probably not trust him, but uh, he, he seems kind of like a stand-up guy in the show. I mean, maybe he's learned the error of his ways. Exactly. But I think it takes a long time to get forgiven for all of that. <laughs> I would, well, I, I think you definitely can never be forgiven for that. But I think he has learned the error of his ways, which is the reason why that is his specific hell. Because he regrets everything, and that's where it started. Yeah, maybe. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying... I thought you already said Hitler is good. No, that was Randy. Oh, okay. Randy said that. You're right. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, I forgot to put Randy for Hitler. Yes. (laughs) He would fit right in at a a Trump rally. (laughs) Uh, Tony MC says, Randy was right about the dog. We didn't talk about the dog either. There's so much stuff happened this episode. And I remember Randy saying this. He said, uh, Randy said the dog was God before. Oh, the drawing? Oh, that must be it. Uh, he says dog spelled backwards is God. Yes. That's true. Okay. Randy was right about something. Well, I mean, 
dog is God spelled backwards, I guess, yeah. The Messiah's a moron. <laughs> Humperdoo. <laughs> uh, that's about it. He did recommend maybe we should do a, a segment of best line in the show. Okay. There are a lot of lines. Yeah. Wouldn't work for like Fear of the Walking Dead. No, no. <laughs> but almost anything that Hair Star says is... Forget. Looks like this week, <laughs> one again. Maddie gives another speech. I guess that's it. But yeah, it could work for the show. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of quotable lines. Yeah. Hair of Star would win every week. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any recommendations? Um, I mean, sort of. Hmm. So. I usually around now start watching cheesy horror movies and horror flicks and shows, and which is why I started watching American Horror Story. Yeah. So I decided to check out Death Note. I have seen Death Note. <laughs> it what, was okay. What do you think? It's all right. I mean, the big bad ghoul was kind of cheesy. Really, I thought he was badass. Really. I thought that movie was a modern masterpiece. Are you serious right now? <laughs> no, but it was an enjoyable movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I recommend it if you're looking for like kind of a, a horror flick, getting ready for Halloween or whatever. Maybe just like horror flicks. It was interesting. I mean, it's, it's a Netflix original, so you have to watch it on oh, Netflix. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a decent movie. Is it... Did Tom Macy play, not Tom Macy, uh, William Defoe? Was he the voice of the monster? He really sounded like he was. He had to be. But I didn't no look it up. No one has that voice. Yeah, I, I thought that that's who it was, but I did not look it up. I did not like the main actor. I thought he was... The boy? Yeah. Yeah. Not a very good actor. Yeah. But the chick from Leftovers was in it, and she's good. Yes, yeah. She's pretty cute. Played too. the daughter, yeah. She's not too bad looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if that's why she didn't do much in the last season of Leftovers. So she could film a Netflix original? I mean, maybe. Well, it's not like Leftovers was a huge hit. I know, yeah. It was a huge cult-following hit. Yeah. I don't know. It's but like yeah, Rob, so. Lowe, Rob Lowe leaving the West Wing. Yeah. Now look at that guy. <laughs> I know. He's voicing the Lion King. He was on a pretty huge show, <laughs> Parks and Rec. A couple of big shows. Any West Wing fans out there? No. What, what? I heard a theory today. Uh-oh. That they could reboot the West Wing. Not reboot, but follow it up with a sequel to where Rob Lowe, Sam Seaborn, runs for president. Oh. Because I'm, I'm currently listening, to, which I'll add this to my recommendations. <laughs> I'm assuming you don't have any more. We'll come back to you. No, I don't. Because I'm already too deep on this. (laughs) I listen to the West Wing Weekly podcast with Joshua Molina and Hiri Karishiwe. How much more can there be to talk about? The show ended like 10 years ago. They're going back and rewatching the entire series and doing a podcast for every episode. I wish y'all could see my face right now. (laughs) (laughs) I just rolled my eyes. You need to see your whole face for that? Yes. Okay. There was... I also rolled my tongue. Roasty. Do that? Yeah, she's trying. Um, so this episode <laughs> of, of the West Wing they talked about, President Bartlett said to Sam Seaborn, he's like, when you run for president, blah, 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 something. And they were like, <gasps> that'd be the perfect sequel. Because that's the best way to bring back characters. Yeah. Sam Seaborn can run for president and all the characters come back. Because they talked about doing like a prequel with like young Bartlett and young Leo McGarry. But then you have to recast everybody. Yeah. You probably wouldn't catch that same magic. So. No. Super. And Rob Lowe's got a lot going on right now. He's in KFC commercials. (laughs) He's in the Lion Guard. So look for the Westling uh, reboot. Westling? What was that movie you recommended? Death Note? Death Note. Was it a recommendation? Yes. Okay. And I will recommend West Wing Weekly Podcast. <laughs> if you're a West Wing fan, don't, you know, don't listen to it if you've never seen it. Well, yeah, that would be kind <laughs> of pointless. Unless you want to watch the show as they're talking about it, because that'd be pretty cool. Um, 
Did you finish Defenders? I did. Would you like to put it in your recommendation? We already recommended or Randy already recommended it. Randy recommended it. But you and I had only seen the first few episodes and we recommended the first three episodes. So should we do a spoiler warning here or I, no, we can't talk about it. It's too soon. Well, then I, I can't give my reasoning then on because I do recommend it. Well, don't give your don't give your reasoning. I do recommend it. Really? Just be prepared for an interesting <laughs> ending. And that was Randy's caveat, too. He didn't like the ending. Yeah. I really didn't like the ending. I thought it was stupid. And I really didn't care for the series either. I, I liked it because I, I, I really enjoy all those characters. And Iron Fist was less douchey in this. Man, he was a total bitch in this show. Was he? Yeah. I think so. When Randy comes back, maybe we'll talk spoilers about that and really dive into the whole talk about the series. But uh, it just seems they were just bickering the whole time and they never really came together till the end and it seems like every episode was building up to a climax and that, that was the end of the episode and they're gearing up for a big fight I don't know I, I liked it and I think I posted this on our Facebook too that it took me into watching a stupid video called Game of Butts <laughs> to figure out that Iron Fist was on um Game of Thrones. Game was, of butts. Yeah, he he was Loris Tyrell, and I didn't recognize him until I actually saw him in the Loris Tyrell garb. I remember that. Yeah. Um, what are you posting on our Facebook page? Mostly Game of Thrones stuff at this point. <laughs> I, I'm worried about the quality of the videos. Game of butts. You know, it was funny. we have a standard at Dweeb the People. Do we? Um, you know, we'll put He-Man sounds. And tigers running across the screen mm-hmm. slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm fine with the flying Tommen video, mm-hmm. um, but let's keep it out of the gutter. But it was funny. Okay, keep it. <laughs> and I'm sure you didn't watch it, but it was funny. Defenders? Yeah, I just said I did. No, uh, the Game of Butts video. No I, I, no, I didn't even know it existed, but I might watch it now. Yeah. Is there farting? No, it's just the actors. Does it just show butts? It's the actors oh. on the show looking at pictures to see if they could tell whose butt it is. <laughs> and really the best, and it was Jamie Lannister. Everybody thought it was a female, <laughs> including the actor himself. What? He was like, is that a female? And they were like, no, it's you. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That's funny. He does have a nice butt. He, has, he had a nice butt. Especially when Cersei went down and grabbed it. Oh, yeah. For leverage. Yeah, you know. Any other recommendations? No. no. Um, let's see. I have, a, I have a list here. I finished Seinfeld. Are you just going to recommend every show you're re- rewatching? Because I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls, but I don't need to recommend that again. You should. If you care to. I don't know why you would. All right. Finish Defenders if you want to, and we'll talk about it next week in the spoilers with Randy. It's one of those things where you just got to watch it, though, because if you're a comic book person, you're going to watch it. Like, people are bitching about Game of Thrones this season. You're going to finish it. I mean, there's no way around it. Now, people are hopping off the Walking Dead bandwagon, like, like crazy. But then again, that's been going for eight seasons. Yeah. And I'm going to give the Game of Thrones a little bit of leeway because it's a much better written story. About a banana. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, jump into spoilers and talk about the next time on and uh, sneak peek. Okay. And then we'll hightail it out of the town running out of a armored car as fast as we can to our cars and then we'll drive away fastly because the saint of killers is loose i just made that up on thank the spot. you for that recap <laughs> all right let's talk about spoilers all right uh the sneak peek 
for next week. A little flirtation, I think, between Tulip and Cass. Mm-hmm. Sitting in the t- kitchen talking about when Jesse's coming back. And then they discuss who's in charge. Kind of a Cass said he's not in charge. Yeah. <laughs> they do it kind of in a flirty way. Mm-hmm. There's like little smiles and Cassie's kind of playing along. He knows he's third in charge. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he just wanted to see if she knew that as well. <laughs> Cute back and forth. I'm glad to see Tulip smiling. Yeah. Uh, what happened on the next time on? Uh, lots of stuff. It seems the Saint of Killers is back. Yep. Um, Looks like they do the showing of how they pulled him out of there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which goes to kind of tell me that we're not sure exactly, we're not meant to know completely that that's exactly what happened, the switcheroo. Yeah. I think now when you think about it and kind of piece it together, it's kind of obvious, but I think they were trying to be a little misleading on where exactly the Santa Killers was and what happened in that ending scene. Yeah, yeah. But clearly, in this next time episode, they're going to show us show them actually yeah, how we got out. out. And <clears throat> on the truck, it's it, it said a division of Grail Industries. Mm-hmm. So it looks like the sole business is a Grail business. Yeah. So they very well may have used like GPS tracker on the truck. Maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, it, it looked like they the Grail was threatening Jesse too. Or someone was being threatened by the Grail, but I assumed it was Jesse. Well, I would think they're pretty sick of Jesse at this point. The Grail? Yeah. Especially Hairstar. Well, I guess Jesse didn't do the prostitute thing. He did the butt thing. Yeah. But still, that yeah. would kind of upset it's me. More things up his butt. <laughs> Unless he's just like, you know what? I'm going with the end game. I'm trying to make him God. I'm just going to take whatever he gives me. <laughs> And get some work done while I'm doing it. <laughs> uh, we see the Pope. I think that was, the, or, or it could have been the Archbishop. I don't yeah, know, talking to what hundred thousand people, mm-hmm. saying yeah. God's gone or something. Yeah. Which that's probably misleading. I'm sure that's taken out of context in his right. speech. Um, but we do see in a previous season's trailer. I think it was the season two Comic Con trailer. We showed uh, Tulip fighting. The uh, Santa Killers mm-hmm. in the hallway, mm-hmm. and it seemed like they were kind of on equal footing, but clearly they were being misled, misleading because he was whooping some ass in this preview. Yeah, he was just throwing around Tulip and Cassie like it was nothing. So he still got his power. Yeah. So and yeah, we're gonna see some Santa Killer action for sure, even without his guns and his uh, sword. I bet he finds those too. I'm sure they didn't go far. They probably just went to the police station. And really, you know, since the Grail owns the soul business, they could probably extract that 1% soul as well. Yeah, they probably could. To make him invulnerable again. Yeah. Of course, whether the Santa Killers would decide to work for the Grail, who knows? Because really the one thing that he wants is to get his family back. And I don't know that anyone can promise him that with God being missing. Yeah. So... Who knows? Who knows? I think that they had the last. Two, it, I did check. There are two <clears throat> mo- two more episodes left. Yeah, and I think they're going to be action packed. Pretty much the whole season has. I can't wait to see Cassidy stab Dennis in the heart with a stake. I <laughs> think that's how they're they're killed. I don't know. Every vampire show has a different lore on yeah. how they're killed, and really, when they are killed, what happens? Yeah. Do they turn to dust? Do they? True blood, they turn into a giant blob of blood mess. Yeah, it was um, pretty gross. Now, we did kind of see that in this show already when Cassie caught on fire. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And it was pretty quick, too, when he took off that uh, jacket or whatever back in season one. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that'll happen. I think they'll probably reveal a different way to kill a vampire. Because I don't see how Cassie could bring Dennis into the sun and kill him. Without killing himself or seriously injuring himself. Yeah. But we'll see. Who knows? It's been fun two weeks. Yeah. I'm excited. Can't wait for the Preacher season finale, uh, September 11th tribute show. Nope. No? No. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's it for us. All right. 
hopefully Randy will be back next week. No, I think we might fire him. You're right. This was much better without him. <laughs> nah, we miss our casual chinos. Yeah. Although I'm wearing some casual chinos right now. Are you? They're very casual. I turned khakis into cutoffs. Oh, that's fancy. It is. They're finally starting to fray, so now you can tell they're cutoffs. That's fancy. That's not casual. That is fancy. But I want to be casual. Well, then, yeah, I don't know. I think it's casual. <laughs> I think you're saying sarcastic fancy. No. Okay, good. Uh, signing off is casual Steven. Casual Steve. <laughs> I'm D. Casual Steve. No, don't call me that. That's what I'm calling you from now on. I don't like being called Steve. I'm going to call you Casual Steve. What about Dicko? Dicko? <laughs> Dicko Steve. That was, All right. No, that was a misspeak. Say goodbye, Dicko Steve. I say Disco Stew. <laughs> I like Dicko Steve better. What are my chances of Disco Stew now? None. None. You are Dicko Steve. Sign off saying Dicko Steve. All right. We'll see you all next week. Until then, I'm Dicko Steve. Yes. I'm D. <laughs> and I'm Randy, also known as Hamper <laughs> Dude.